was low. Yes. Sorry. But hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Tinsel Town T. Triple T. 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 A. We said that. Okay. All right. I love that. I'm still, yeah, whatever. All right. Okay. I'm weird. So we are going to start with our Would You Rather game, guys. Why am I holding the mic like I'm on a radio show? Let me chill. Maybe because you are on. Maybe. Okay. So Would You Rather. Okay. I thought about this. Okay. I thought about this all yesterday because this game gives me anxiety to come Mm -hmm. up with something on the spot. So Would You Rather. Uh Only be able to listen to one song for the rest of your life, or Ooh. only be able to watch one episode of a show for the rest of your life. What you doing? Ooh. How you living? Ooh. Ooh. That's hard. That's a good one. I know. I love TV, but I love music. So same. Yeah, that'll be hard. I think. I think I want just. I think the song. I think I will listen to one song for the rest of my life Dang. while I can get because you know there's so much access to TV and TV has music in it so I'll probably be okay. able to get some songs through nope, it. Nope, your your ears won't register it if oh. it's not that song. Dang, yep. You put you just did that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Stipulations. Well, okay. 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 I'll still do the TV. Yeah, if I can get the dialogue and you'll you do the TV or the song. I'll do. Oh no! I will. I will do uh, one song, play in loop for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life, it'll That's drive me. That's the only me, music you'll ever hear. That would probably drive me crazy. I Same. don't know which song I could listen to just forever, without it getting on my nerves. Good nerves. But I think I would just not listen. <laughs> I would just if I try could, to drown it out. Yeah, it would be unless it's like on loop all the time. It would drive me crazy. But I'll take that risk. Okay. Um, but I want to be able to see different shows. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm on the same tip. I yeah. I can't not, I can't watch just one episode. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be so fucking annoyed. Like, yeah. I love TV and film too much. So, yeah. a bitch would rather just listen to the science song mm-hmm. all day, every mm-hmm. day. Man. Okay. I'm coming off the top of the dome because right, I came ill prepared this week. Everyone join the journey. Just <laughs> bear with the kid. Um, <laughs> let's see. Would hmm. Mm-mm. Okay, uh, it's similar to yours, but more grosser, I guess. <laughs> so, would you rather hear the sound of? scratching Ooh. on the chalkboard like you know nails on the yeah, chalkboard yeah yeah or <laughs> or the sounds of farting for the rest of your life and we're talking about a variety of farts right so you might get the the you know the little <laughs> or like the oh <laughs> the got it boop, boop, bow, you know yeah. when it comes out like <laughs> and it's just powerful you know um that's easy for me. I'd rather hear farts. Really? Okay. Farts are funny. <laughs> I would just fucking laugh. Well, your life? <laughs> yes, I would just fucking laugh. If you hear me just busting out laughing, it's because I just heard a fart. So. <laughs> I would go, I would, yeah, I would do fart too. I, would I can laugh. hear farts all day. Yeah, because the, <laughs> the nails on the chalkboard. No, nah, like, that whoop. shit just makes me cringe. Yeah. Like, your ugh. whole skin starts to crawl and yeah. everything. Yeah. I'm Ooh. fart. I'm a fart here all day. <laughs> fart listener. Fart whisper, whatever. Ah, ah. 
<laughs> you have to know all the different. I'm um, all day, okay? Yeah, all day. So yep. yeah. And that is Would You Rather. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Yes. You're joining two uh, black girls Mm -hmm. or black womans. Womans. Yes. Black women who are in the industry trying to find our way into the writer's room, trying to make sure our shit is bought, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. All that. So we are writers and, you know, that's what we're doing out in these streets. Exactly. That's right. We so, writing on you hoes. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so in order for us to even get into those rooms and perfect our craft. Or even make our own rooms, you know. Hey, come who on. Knows? Who knows? Think bigger. That's why you're here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have to know better and we have to do better. Yep. We really do. So we do. for my know better, do better this week, oftentimes I find myself when I, I feel like I'm stuck writing, mm-hmm. I forget that. In the writing process, brainstorming, outlining, that is all a part of the process. Yep. Those are important processes. Sometimes I find that when I skip those processes and I just start writing, I get lost. I don't know. You know, I haven't fully developed the character, the Mm storyline. I just want to rush to get something out, right? Mm -hmm. And usually that takes more time to edit and re-edit. And of course, writing is rewriting. So um, my no better, do better is making sure you know that brainstorming, outlining, thinking, the whole thinking process, even though we're not, sometimes we're not writing things down, is an important part of the process. Yes. Sometimes we can rush through, but some you really shouldn't, and you really should take that time and don't feel like you're not being productive if something isn't on the page and you don't have it finalized right away. No, like yep. take your time to build that framework yep. and brainstorm and save all of your ideas, even if you think they're bad. You know what I mean? Write them shit. Write down. them down. Save them somewhere. Your you iPhone know. notes, whatever. Okay, I do that all the time. You know what? Bad stuff gets made. It, it gets. Does. It gets sold. I'm like, how is this trash shit gets made? And- I I mean, good shit okay. And if we're going to be doing that, send me all the checks. Right. <laughs> Let me. I'll. I'll make a franchise off the bad shit. Mm. Please. Preach it, girl. <laughs> so yeah. Speak on it. Okay. Mm. So yeah, that's my no better do better. What about you? That was a good one because I'm currently in the brainstorming phase. I've been yeah. in the brainstorming phase for like my whole entire life. That's what like, it feels like, right? <laughs> that should be feeling so long, but it's very important. Ugh good tidbit girl mm-hmm. so mine is um you want to learn how to be a better writer you need to be reading scripts Amen. you need to read the good ones you need to read the bad ones and you need to be analyzing them so um it's so Constantly important to studying. read yeah. scripts like yeah. y'all even if like you feel like you know all the shits you need to still be reading a script So I just want to share with you guys a little thing that I do. So first of all, if you don't know where to find scripts, you can literally Google like TV scripts or whatever Mm -hmm. or any script that you're probably wanting to read is somewhere online. Just Mm -hmm. Google it. Mm -hmm. There's this cool site that has all the TV scripts on there. But basically what I do is I read a lot of pilots. And what I'll do is I'll take the pilot and I'll have the show ready to go Mm because they're usually on Netflix, Hulu, whatever. And I'll read follow along with the script as i'm watching the pilot yes. like i do it simultaneously at the same time so it's like you're kind of seeing what got cut out yes you're seeing like what got switched around yep. so while you're doing that because usually the scripts you find online aren't the final scripts they're usually right. like earlier drafts so a lot of shit got changed after that right. so you get to see you're watching in real time what 
is the finished product compared to what it started with. Right. So that helps you kind of figure out, okay, like, okay, so they cut this out. I wonder why they cut that out. Or I wonder mm-hmm. why they switched these scenes. Mm-hmm. It makes you think and analyze why they did that. Um, and that makes you a better writer. Because yeah. then you like... When I'm watching, the one thing I notice is a lot of dialogue gets cuts out. Okay. Cuts out. Gets no, cut out. No, it really does. Yes. It in the really final does. product. Like, whole ass fucking monologues get cut out. Mm-hmm. So that makes you want to be a better writer and think, okay, well then maybe I shouldn't be doing all this dollars. It's going to be cut out anyway. Right. So, yeah. That's my tidbit, guys. Like, mm-hmm. read them scripts. Analyze them shits. Do what I do. Do it, you know, read yeah. and watch it at the same time. It really does help, guys. Like, it helps with formatting structure. It really makes you just a better writer. Yeah. Guys. So please do it. No. A hundred and ten. Like, that please. was something I, I, I need to... Thank you for saying that because I need to get back into that because I... When I first was reading scripts... If you are, if you're brand new, I know the vets are like, okay, don't we know, right? But if you're brand new to script formatting and you're trying mm-hmm. to learn it, when you watch it and and read it, you get a better understanding of the little nuances that yes. are in script writing. That you're like, oh, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Superimposed means it's gonna be on the screen. Oh, okay. This yeah. is gonna. So you see, kind of how it's like your own masterclass, right? And you can, and it's a lot more fun to watch and read it as opposed yeah. to you know some people just don't like to read it. This is one way to be to read and watch and to like get you into it. Exactly, because yeah. like it can get boring just reading the shits. Mm-hmm. But if you're like simultaneously doing it at the same time, right? It can make it fun because then you can like then you're like okay this this scene wasn't. It's not mm-hmm. didn't make it to the final product. What what the fuck happens? You can stop and think about it, analyze all that shit. I just did the politician pilot. Nice. I did that the other day and nice. Very different from the <laughs> script that I was reading. Well, yeah. not completely different, but a lot yeah. of shit got cut out. Yeah, a yeah. lot of shit. So I'm like, oh, okay. And that's I interesting. See. Even in that format, because like Netflix can go on. It can. But they still kind of stick to making sure that the script is clean and mm-hmm. cutting things out and making sure like it it flows, if you will. So yeah. Great tip, Corey. Yes. No better, do better, gals. All right. And guys. Okay. Everybody. Or if you're non-binary. All of that. And days. Listen, everyone is riding out here. (laughs) In these streets. Everyone. In these motherfucking streets. Okay. Cats, dogs, birds. Everyone's riding. Snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, But most importantly, people, because that is terrifying. Yes. Now that I think about it. All the animals. (laughs) I'm like, animals don't write, actually. Leave it to the human beings. My God. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. We will. Hey. Hey. We back. Yes, we are. And we are back with the news. We're going to have a trapped out news song It's going to be so great. We promise. Amazing. We promise. Amazing. But let's get into the news. This week, it's me. Um. Okay. So we're going to start with the haters of Ava DuVernay. Fuck y'all. Definitely fuck y'all. So Big fuck y'all. Okay, so here's the headline straight off a shadow and act. Um, This was, hold on, let me make sure I give, uh, I don't see, oh, uh, Monique Jones from Shadow and Act. This was um, here in October, if you want to see it. But creators of the interrogation technique that was used when they see us is suing Ava DuVernay and Netflix. Dumb. 
real dumb. So basically what the article says is that a lawsuit has been launched against Ava DuVernay and Netflix regarding the police tactic depicted in When They See Us. Stupid. So according to Variety, uh, DuVernay and um, Netflix are being sued by John E. Reed and Associates, the company, okay, and your associates, who developed a police interrogation tactic in the 1950s called the Reed Tactic, or technique, excuse me, which um, has gone to become, according to the company, the most widely used interrogation technique in the world uh, by police. However, the technique has been considered very controversial. I'm sure it is. I mean... I'm sure you had a lot of little black boys confess the shit they didn't do with that little tactic, John Reed. Duh. Oof. So critics say the technique is a major source of problem. Basically, like, because it's like a psychological, like, manipulation tool... Manipulation? A lot of people are confessing to things that they didn't do just to not be interrogated by the police. It's terrifying. They feel like they don't have any other choice. Exactly. So the lawsuit claims that the dialogue mischaracterizes the read technique in the in the in the movie. And it was intended to um, incite an audience reaction like a backlash to the technique um, according, you know, that As there should be right to the Central Park jogger case which involved the Central Park 5. So Basically, they mad that Ava DuVernay put this on a platform and showcased exactly what they intended to do. And a lot of shows have fucking showed that technique they, that they did. So you. why the fuck are you suing Ava DuVernay for you, little bitches? Yeah, because she had the she has the global platform, mm-hmm. and thank God she does, um, so that everyone can see the atrocities and the injustice of it. And the truth of the matter is, this technique is some bullshit, and it's used to quite frankly, incarcerate so many of um, our black and brown brothers, black and brown mass incarceration. It's a real thing. Right. Thanks, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. So the truth is coming out and they mad and they want to choose somebody to sue somebody. That shit is called freedom of speech or art or whatever. Isn't it though? Because I'm sorry, like a lot of people are using freedom of speech to say whatever the fuck they want to say. Just like me, bitch. Okay. All the time. Right. And then there's like, 45 who goes off and says like atrocities like like you got Cheeto or whatever he says Hot Cheetos. all the crazy stuff but nobody's suing they somebody needs to be suing I just don't understand how you real. gonna sue something I just don't understand first of all fuck you John Reed and your associates you Facts. a bitch and I said it Facts. come see me Facts. at 3 o'clock tomorrow if you got a problem you don't want no problem you really don't want no problems <laughs> You really That's don't. so stupid. But you don't know, sue somebody for a fucking show. It's dumb. Well, first they wouldn't. That di- shit is what happened. Yeah, so you gonna sue them for the truth. That's exactly what happened, and that's the technique that they use. And people now see you're a fraud. Period. Exactly. You're gonna sue somebody because you look stupid. You look dumb. <laughs> like, that shit ain't even have nothing to do with him. I, he honestly, wasn't even the one interrogating the kids. See, this is, see, this is, this is. He's suing them because they. You know what? That's so dumb. It has nothing to do with him because he created the tactic. No. Sir. Bitch, your name wasn't even mentioned. It got nothing, literally nothing to do with you. Several seats. Take The them. whole tactic wasn't even mentioned in the show. So nobody even knows that. Uh. Take <gasps> several seats. Is this man white? I need to know. I I'm sure Jonathan is. I have not is. looked up his. Well, we can. I mean, I mean. I need to know before I say some shit. Honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. John E. Reed, let me look you up. Yeah. While you look him up, um, I'll move on to the next thing. But 
you're 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 corny. <laughs> you're whack. And you stink. And I I really hope that this judge has some common sense because a lot of these judges out here, I don't know. I know I like forgive me. I haven't been to law school. I don't know all the rules, but this right here look like some open and shut case uh, it really is that, the, is that the phrase throw it out throw out the throw case shit out. we don't need it your honor um y'all need to i don't know what the lawyers say when they be like object i object <laughs> to this ruling it's foolishness i object to okay not sustained or, <laughs> or sustained whatever it means not sustained not sustained because sustained is when they you know what i don't even it's fucking stained, know right but it's not sustained <laughs> oh, it's oh some, no it's bamboozlement <laughs> It's some shenanigans. I don't fucking know. I hope this man loses all his coins. Right. For wasting time Fuck and you. money. You're foolish. Fuck you, John E. Reed and right. Associates and watch when they see and I us. I bet you he's on Netflix. So what? It's like, some, sir, not everything is about you. Exactly. I mean, I know that's, I know, I know that's crazy. Mm, don't get me started. This, don't get me started. This movie about don't get me started on the white man, okay? Because they think everything is about everything them. is about them. Let me tell you, it's not. It's truly not. <laughs> but you know, also Woo! do better. So do better. Watch when they see us on Netflix and okay. watch the tactics that he's talking about. Okay. So uh, speaking of Ava DuVernay, she's still shining. She's still she flourishing, and she continue will be. Her and no matter what she does, ass. okay. And I, she, you're gonna get all my coins, sis. I, I put, I put. I put black sisters in the budget every month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all gonna get all my Put us in your budget, girl. Okay. Um, so yes. Uh next again on Shadow and Act, shout out to this publication. Yes. So Mercedes Cooper speaks on how Array is distributing old Hollywood or is disrupting, excuse me, old Hollywood institutions. Yes. Shout out to that. Okay. So important. So Array is the organization from Ava DuVernay, and it's a collective that really helps with acquiring and distributing independent films. Yep. Um, and you know, really uplifting women, women of color, yep. black and brown, um, um, Asian, Hispanic, wherever you are, all the mm. colors, they support and they make sure that they get a platform with your director, writer, producer, whatever. So important. They do all the things. Make sure you check them out. Um, so according to, according to Shadow and Act, um, Mercedes Cooper, who is the director of programming over at Array. Shout out to you. Um, she says that when when they started, meaning Array, it was solely to distribute, to disrupt the distribution model of Hollywood. Mm. She continues to say, we're very grassroots. We're not a studio system, right? That was our foundation to disrupt the distribution so that we could start to infiltrate these screens with the work that we want to see that we know that there's an audience for, right? So important. So identifying that audience, making sure that it's available, and knowing, especially with black and brown people, because a lot of times in the industry, a lot of the higher-ups that you're trying to convince to get your movies, TV things uh, screened are usually um, white people, which, duh. But sometimes, a lot of times, these execs don't understand the audience potential Mm -hmm. in other communities. And they assume just because they don't get it, a wider general audience won't get it. Or there's not enough. Girl, you better preach. There's not enough in the, what they consider quote unquote niche is a small number when actually Uh, 
it's huge and a lot of so times huge we see I, I even i forget which the stat is forgive me y'all but i remember uh they said like hispanics are like like 10 times likely to go out and support films black and brown people when that their film come out you know we coming out in joe's i mean look at black look panther. at black panther man first of all when we came out we came out in some like deep as fuck Okay. Deep had all got the, the tri- grandmas out the house. Had and like grandmas don't go to the movies. Okay? Had all the dashikis, all the fucking Kente claw. Right. We had all the traditional all gears from all across the fucking diaspora. diaspora? <laughs> I mean, it was like the diaspora. People, people went to the movies like it was an event. Like back in the day when you get dressed up. Okay. Wakanda forever. Okay. I mean, it was wild. Du- Crazy rich Asians. I was up and at the. I was like, hello, hello. Like, yep, with all the Asian brothers and sisters. Okay, mm-hmm. I was at home watching um Ali Wong Forever Be My Maybe. I I, I ain't love, seen that one yet. But I love it's so good. Gotta watch it. It's, she's so funny. Randall Park, so Is that so the guy. Good. Yeah, gotta watch. He's it. on um Fresh Off the Boat, and Got she writes it. on Fresh Off the Boat. I love I love them so much. She was, she's so good. Okay, I gotta watch it. Oh. My Everyone's God. been talking about it, but you know, and I'd her be milk late. and honey tour saw that too. Oh, you did go. She's so she's so funny. I love her. I love her to death. But the point of the matter is, we support. Yes, we spend money. We support one another. Yes, and a lot of times we like a lot, people who don't come from that perspective. They assume things. Don't be assuming. Don't be assuming. If you assume, you make an ass out of you and okay. me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it seems like it's changing, but maybe not. But I'm glad that Array is here, and their mission has yes. been stated from the very jump. So, go to their website, check them out. They have so many yes. like resources in terms of helping distribution and making sure like black Our stories and brown, get told, people of color, women, queer community, like those stories get told and they're made and they're distributed. And this is a yes. business. So you have to understand that stuff in there, and they're and they're really they're oh, they're excellent. So thank you. We ladies. love it. Thank, thank you, you so thank much you. for the work you do. Ava. It's what we stand for. Yes, we stand for that hundred percent on this show. Yeah. So it needs it needs to be done. So all right, last piece of news. I don't know if y'all saw this, but Oprah Winfrey, mm. the Oprah Winfrey, um, she's going to debut mm. an own spotlight, and Oprah's gonna be at home with Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita. And Cynthia Erivo. Ooh, I was about to fuck up her name. So I'm glad I stopped. Cynthia yeah. Erivo. She first of all, they're both goddesses. Point they blank, are. period. And they're they're at the um the Queen's house. Oprah's house. No, I feel I like mean, it. first, I don't I'm I'm sure they're at Oprah's home, I'm assuming. Um, let me go ahead and woo. What's called Oprah at home. So I'm just going to assume that, but it's, yes, a, it's a, a mansion. Yes. So Oprah at home with Lupita and Cynthia Arriva, right? And it will air at the end of the month, so October 26th, depending on when well, you hear this. Well, on OWN this. Network? Yeah, on the OWN Network. Got it. Um, It will comprise of uh, Oprah Winfrey's one-on-one interviews with Nyong'o and Arrivo, and the conversation delves into the state of race and skin tone in Hollywood. Got it. So it's going to be a deep conversation. Juicy. And these are some beautiful chocolatey women. In fact, Mm -hmm. like, Lupita is, like, now has been, like, the, like, epitome of, like, deep, 
toned, like beautiful yeah. melanin. And not that she's definitely not the only one, right? She's not, but, but they're putting her as the face. Of yeah, it. and it's a beautiful rightfully face. so. <laughs> it's yeah. Like and same for Cynthia. Like she, they're both like beautifully melanated women. Yes, and like they yes. are like uplifted, but there's still an issue of colorism, not just in Hollywood, but quite in frankly, fucking life. <laughs> if you go through, I mean, not even just in like the black community, like in the Hispanic community. Ooh, it's so prevalent. In the Asian community. Like, it's just like, y'all. Speak on it. I mean, Mm. no matter what our tone, can we just love our skin? I just don't understand. Thank you. Can we just love each other? Can we not separate each other based on, like, what is this? Can y'all stop being so stank? Jeez. Please. And, you know, all that, all that type of thinking seeps into the culture, hence Hollywood and what we see and how we treat. It's it's really we really have to get off this. It's really dumb. It is. And we really need to love one another no matter what their skin tone is. Come on now. Period. You better give them a word real quick. Period. And let them know. And honestly, if you got that stinking thinking in your mind child stinking thinking get that therapist get like push back Mm. do what you need to do say those uh, positive affirmation whatever you need to do to get that out your system because it's corny it's dumb don't pass it down to your kids don't pass it down to anybody else's kids we got to stop this foolishness it's it's, exactly it's it's dumb so yeah i'm glad oprah as she is the melanin queen herself Mm. is shedding this light and like uplifting these like up and coming beautiful. talented beautiful women I don't think really Lupita's up and coming anymore oh, yeah, Lupita has true. arrived okay? that's true she has arrived I think I guess in comparison to Oprah's career yeah um, but yeah. no they're both they both have arrived period speaking of Lupita and Cynthia let's support Lupita she has a new movie on Hulu that's called right. Little Monsters yes I think it's a horror comedy or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. has zombies so I'm in I love zombies even yes. though it's fucking weird um, <laughs> I, I do believe there will be a zombie apocalypse one day so I do prepare for that you're not alone I do prepare for that so just everyone be ready because look the shit's gonna happen but anyways Lupita has a new movie on Hulu called Little Monster support guys and Cynthia will be oh Harriet she's gonna be playing Harriet Tubman in the Harriet Tubman movie coming soon soon. me and Judith are gonna go watch right Um, yeah so support these two ladies that we just talked about Yeah. because we if we're gonna talk about them we gotta give you what they're doing because we want y'all to support our sisters yeah and they'll be getting a portion of my budget as well yes (laughs) Because Judith, she's, she puts I a portion do. for us sisters in her budget. I do. Like, as we all should. I try to support black, brown, people of color, like yes. good shit, you know, whether whatever it is. If it's good shit, I try to support as much as and I can. And if it's bad, I'm going to still support and then give True. you some feedback. Tyler Perry. That's uh, yes. But not all. Not all. I do want to say not all things. I did. Tyler Perry has done some really great things. Yes. That Diary of Mad Black Woman. Come on Come now. on. Classic. Classic. That is, Yeah. Stop making that those bubbles. bubbles. <laughs> ah, it was so good. Those bubbles. Oh my god. Okay, so <sighs> that is the news, y'all. Um, if you want more, again, check out Shadow and Act. Please do. Um, for the Oprah, uh, just a shout out. The Oprah Winfrey um piece was written by Monique Jones again from Shadow and Act. So Come thank on, you Monique. for your writing, Monique. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Um, yeah, and we'll be back, y'all. Okay, y'all. So we are back today for our main segment. What we're going to be doing is, what we're going to be doing? So me and Judith <laughs> decided we're going to play this little game. Yes. And so, okay. How do I explain this? 
So, <laughs> so we are going to okay. So we chose two different scenes. Yes. Um, from episodes of TV. Yes. And the reason why we emphasize TV a lot on the show is because we want to be TV writers mostly. Right. right. So, um, I know you guys are probably like, why the fuck y'all never talk about film? Just, just bear mm-hmm. with us, guys. Yeah. We'll get there. But, but we'll be talking about film. We yeah. will. I know, but we'll, we just okay. So we chose two different scenes from two different episodes of TV that we enjoyed or whatever. Yes. And we're gonna do table reads of those scenes. That's right. Um. So the the okay. So the scenes that Judith chose, yes. I don't know what those scenes are. That's right. The scenes that I chose. Judith doesn't know what they are. That's right. So we're going to try to guess each other's scenes. Yes. We're going to try to guess what the show is. Yes. Maybe even the episode if we bought that life. Yeah. I don't know. You bought that life because I'm about that life. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. I'm and then, not going to get it right. Yes. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> um, but we're going to we're gonna do our best. Yes. And then we're going to do a little talky talk about the scenes maybe. Yes. Yeah. What we liked, why we chose them. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever comes to mind because, you know, who gives a fuck about Let's not plan it. Let's just do it. Yeah. That's my biggest problem. I guess, plan too much. Guess the shit. So we we getting into the shit. That's right. So we'll start with um one of my scenes okay. that I did. Let me see what you got. Um because I can't even tell you which show it is. Let's do that one. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna do one of my So the two scenes that I chose, they are from Probably the greatest uh, episodes of television that I've seen in recent years. Wow. wow. They happen to be written by two black women, too. So Amen. that is why I chose them. Clues. Yes. Yeah, so they're really, they're just really great. It's just really great TV. Mm-hmm. Um, really great stuff going on. They're also written by two black women. So that's why yes. I chose them. Yes. So. Okay. Let's get into it. Sweet. All right. So I am. Who's number one? So I am number one. I am person one or team one. All right, and then I'll read narrate or uh, action lines. Okay, and 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 uh, scene headings. Okay. Okay, so we're starting. Mm-hmm. Interior: Watkins family apartment, teen blanks room, day nineteen ninety nine. Two teens around age sixteen. They're playing cards. One of the teens, who was a girl, is wearing baggy clothes. Tommy Hilfiger, FUBU. She's a 90s version of who she is in the present day. This is a flashback, of course. Mm. Man, I told you this is stupid. You can't play spades with two people. I'm trying to make it work. You wanted to play spades. Let's see if Aunt Joyce wants to play. She got a gambling problem. She can't be around playing cards no more. The teen girl puts her cards down. Hey, could I talk to you about something? Yeah, sure. What's up? You know Erica. Why Erica a black Erica? Nah, mixed Erica. Oh, yeah, I know mixed Erica. She cute. Nah, mixed Erica's fine as hell. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I like her. I have a crush on her. Wait, are you trying to tell me that you're, you uh, know? Lebanese. What? You're from Lebanon? No, I just, I don't know how to... I'm not comfortable about the word uh, lesbian. All right. So we'll say you're Lebanese. I mean, I always thought there was a good chance. You're the only girl who wore Jordans to the spring fling, and you got those Jasmine Guy posters up for years. I always felt like it wasn't about her acting. And I've been dressing like the brat since preschool. You going to tell your mom? Being gay isn't exactly something black people love to talk about. Why? Some black people think being gay is a choice. And when they find out that their kid is gay, they try to figure out what they did wrong. Gay Martin's white. His parents did the same thing. 
Yeah, but it's more intense for black folks. All right, so everything's a contest for us. And your kids are like trophies. Me being gay is like tarnishing her trophy. I don't think being Lebanese tarnishes the trophy. There's plenty of straight trophies. I think it's cool you're a Lebanese trophy. Thanks, dude. Damn, this has been an intense talk. You want to smoke some weed? I got some shit that's dank. <laughs> the teen pulls out a Ziploc bag with the tiniest amount of the saddest looking motherfucking weed you have ever seen. I add the motherfucking, by the way. <laughs> All right, so we can stop there. Okay. All right, this Judith, so what you think? I think you did a better job. I, mine will not be that good. Stop. Um, they won't. They won't. I, Oh, written by two black women. This is written by a black woman. This is a, a black woman. This is an award-winning piece of uh, work. Okay, I right think here. I know what it is. I could be wrong, but You're I think right. it's Master of None and Lena Waith. And I think this is what she won for being the first black woman. Yes, ma'am. You guessed it. Yes. This is the award-winning episode Thanksgiving from season so two, episode eight, it written by Lena Waith. So good. The most amazing piece of work I've seen in recent so years. Dope. Yeah. So I chose this scene because this was just fucking dope to me. Yeah. Um, this whole episode was dope. You guys should watch it. It's on Netflix. Show mm-hmm. called Master of None. Mm-hmm. But this piece of uh, of work. Yeah. She was awarded an Oscar. Yeah. She was the first black woman to win an Emmy for comedic writing. Yeah, I think it's Emmy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For yeah, this yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. Just really great stuff. Um, I think it's really cool. You know, it's just an, it's an episode about a black queer woman coming out to her friend. Yeah. Which I think is cool. We yeah. I didn't really see shit like that. This is my first time seeing something like that. Yeah. And the way she wrote it, so authentic. Yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So yeah. I'm like, I have to do the scene. I love it. No, I so, agree yeah. with you. It was really powerful, and it was like. It was it was simple. It yeah, was two teens talking. Not too much. Room. Like we have all the bells and whistles, and just her explaining. Like yeah, she, and then like what I liked is that when she was coming out to him, he didn't do the most about it. He exactly. was just like, oh yeah, I like that you're a Lebanese trophy. You know, so it was <laughs> yeah. like it was kind of like making it not such a big deal. Like yeah. you're gay, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Let's weed? smoke some fucking weed. <laughs> <laughs> Joint, Jay. <laughs> Let's do the damn thing. Okay. So, yeah. Great no, piece of, one of my great. favorite episodes of television that I have seen in a long time. Yes. So, love it. Oh, that's Judith dope. is so smart. She got it. Yeah. Well, I obsessed over that. I, that was like in that whole Master of None series, Thanksgiving, and I think Parents. I, parents. Mm. And then the second season, I think this was, was this second season? This was second season. Yeah. So, I also love the, I think it's called I Love New York. That one with the different people from New York. Yes. That episode was so fucking. It was so good. Whew. It was so, so good. Y'all, just, if y'all haven't seen Master of None, then uh, what the fuck are y'all doing with y'all yeah, life? It's still on Netflix. Enjoy it. Like, I don't know if he's really going to do good. another season, but look. Yeah, I don't think so. But... He probably not because look, some shit happened with him. But Yeah, but he's back. <laughs> he's back. He had a um special. A he comedy did. special. Okay, I didn't watch it. Yeah. But... <laughs> Great show though. It is lovely and that, show. A great episode. Yes. If you don't see any other episodes, tune into watch. Yes, so watch this one. This is episode eight of season two, yes. and also watch episode two of season one, which is the parents episode. Yes, made me so cry. Good, made so me cry. Good, and also um, a, a lot of people. I think this goes underrated, but Kim Whitfield, who plays her aunt in Thanksgiving, <gasps> love her. Aunt Joyce. 
Yes. Who is can't be around the playing cards because she a gambler. Is it Whit- Kim Whitfield? It is Kim. I want to double check. I think it's Kim Whitfield. Yeah, let's get her name right because uh, she is wish. the GOAT. She been in, she's, she's like. She's been in the game for a long. I've been seeing her so much growing up no. as a little black girl. Kim. Uh, I'm mixing her last name up. I'm thinking she's of the one Lynn to go. Whitley. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to say oh that. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to say that. She's so good. I think it's Kim Whitley. Angela Bassett plays her mother as well. Yes. Oh, such a great cast in that whole thing. God. Yes, Kim Whitley, forgive me. She she played her aunt. She did such I loved her as her character it. so 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 much. It was great. It was great. Watch so, it, yeah. guys. Yes, please do. All right. So we're gonna move on to mine. Mine okay, guys, mine aren't as good. I'm just gonna say um, Stop. We're not gonna do that. I did rename some folks, so Let's see. Which I'm not going to guess any of yours. I literally was looking <laughs> well, at them I like, what is them. this? So we're going to start with, it's a clue. It's a non-black. This one? So This um, one looks non-black. <laughs> no, it's the other one, actually. Ooh. This one's non-black. The pleasant looking waiting room? Yes. That's non-black? That is non-black. But I, I, I chose it because I love the show. Got it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen the show. Probably, well, probably not. Yeah, um, but Let's yeah, do it. I chose it because I think they, they. Well, okay, I'll talk about it at the end. <laughs> but we have person one. Corey's gonna play person one, and I'm gonna read person two. A. I renamed them. Corey's gonna be Esther. I am going to be Mark. All right, okay. Mark. Okay, and Esther. Go, okay. So, <laughs> are you gonna do narration? Yes, okay. I'm gonna do narration or action. Sorry. Yes, action, action scene. Yeah, narration. Yeah. All right, cold open. Interior, pleasant-looking waiting room. What does that even mean? Morning. Esther opens her eyes. She sits in a nice-looking waiting room. She looks around calmly. From her POV, written on the wall in huge green letters, Welcome! Everything is fine. She smiles a little at that. Mark emerges. Eleanor! Oh, I fucked up already. (laughs) You probably already know who it is. Esther! Come in. Interior, Mark's office. Moments later. She settles in across the desk. He checks a clipboard. Hi, Esther. I'm Mark. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. One... Oh, that's you. One question. Mm -hmm. Where am I and who are you and what's going on? Right. So you, Esther, are dead. Your life on Earth has ended, and you are now in the next phase of your existence in the universe. She stares at him, placidly. Cool. I have some questions. Thought you might. How did I die? I don't remember. Yes. In cases of traumatic, embarrassing, and sudden death, we erase the memory which can be upsetting. Are you sure you want to hear it? She nods. He checks his clipboard. Oh. You were in a grocery store parking lot. You dropped a box of low-calorie fudge cookies, and when you bent over to pick it up, a long column of <laughs> shopping carts that were being returned to the shopping cart collection area rolled out of control and plundered into you. Oh, boy. You were able to grab onto the front of the column of shopping carts, but it swept you out into the street where you were struck and killed by a mobile billboard struck advertising an erect, uh, excuse me, by a mobile billboard truck advertising an erectile function pill called 
engorge a lot. What the fuck? Sorry, that's not in the script. <laughs> Esther stares incredulously, then giggles. That's awful. It's not great. If it makes you feel better, there have been 927,605 more embarrassing deaths in history. That does make me feel better, thanks. Um, okay, so, like, who was right about all this? I was a Presbyterian. Did we totally nail it? Uh, not really. The Hindus are a little bit right. The Muslims are a little bit right. The Jews, Christians, Buddhists, basically every religion guessed about 5% of it, except for Doug Farset. Who's Doug Farset? He was the stoner kid who lived in uh, Calgary in the 1970s. And Got see. it. That was, first of all, that was fucking funny. Right? How? What a fucking way to die. <laughs> so embarrassing. Like, yes. literally everything about it was fucking embarrassing. If yes. I wish I would die like that. Yeah. Do you I mean, have honestly. a guess? I kind of gave it away when I said the real character's name. Um, I feel like it's The Good Place just because of, I never, I've actually never seen The Good Place. <laughs> But based on the whole, like, dying and, like, yep. talking, like, about that shit, yep. I know about The Good Place, and it sounds like that. Yeah. But I've never seen the show. Yes. But I literally, everybody either hates the show or, they, or they're obsessed with it. Yeah. So it's, like, one of the two. Yes. But it sounds like that. Yeah. Based on context. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you are correct. Ding, 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 ding. Ooh, you got this, it right. This, you got this it is right. the pilot. This got is it. the pilot. Okay. So I love it because, like... You know, I'm working on something that's kind of not placed on this earth. Yeah. I mean, it is placed on this earth, but in a different time realm. Exactly. Mm. And so this was a for me. I kind of looked at it as a great world building exercise. And you get it in the first two pages. Like this was the first two pages of the script. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you know what, where, why she woke up, how she, how she died. And all of it is funny as hell like great yeah. sorry i mean i'm i might not have done ted dancing any justice because he's amazing um in his character of michael um and eleanor which i slipped up earlier pe- played by Kristen bell she's the main character oh so this is Kristen bell's character yes. got it so yes. great um, cold open yeah great cold open hilarious like in the first like you can get the comedy in the first two pages yeah um michael sure and I, I forget the other executive producer who did it but they written by michael sure yep he, oh, who does Brooklyn Nine-Nine which is hilarious and also I think he came from the like the uh, Parks and Rec's writers mm, room mm, and like mm, The mm. Office I Got believe it. so like he's done like it's so funny and the, the comedy is so quick you know yeah, and even it's like fast and it's so like sarcastic <laughs> and I also like the part where it's like okay so a lot of Michael's dialogue there's a lot right like if I were to mm-hmm. like when I was in um grad school or whatever like if if i shared all of that dialogue they would be like girl cut it cut down. it out yeah but the way they used it as like a joke of like how ridiculous she she died and the spe- specificity of how she passed away and how embarrassing it was like only few people very can much make needed yeah death funny mm-hmm. so yeah i love great this is I a good it. cult open yes and check out check out the show i think you'll i'm like gonna it. watch it on hulu yeah i've been meaning to watch yeah. it but it's on my list of shows that i have to freaking watch which yes. is like a mile long yes honestly yes but it's um it's a good concept and world building the way they come in and out yes and, they, and and i like the exploration of religion which is something i'm, I'm looking interesting at yes i like that little yeah. tidbit about religion because i'm the same way yeah. i'm very like exploring religion right now mm-hmm. 
You know, yes. you grew up in the South. You're supposed to be a little Baptist Christian. <laughs> but, you know, I am I like it. Yeah. So I'll be giving. I mean, honestly, if you're in, if you want to be a TV writer, you should be watching the show anyway. So yeah. yep. same on me for not having watched oh, it it's yet. It's all good. Streaming world. Watch it when you want, girl. Yes. And read the scripts, too, because yeah. this is a very well-written show from it what I've heard. So good, and yeah. it'll help you get your writing on point. Yes. So we love it. Shout out to Got it. Place. Shout out to Good Place. It's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And way to guess, even though you didn't. Yeah. Watch I mean, look show. at me. Yes. I may not have watched everything, but I know everything Amen. pretty much. Amen. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Let me stop. <laughs> All right. So we'll get into my second. This is also written by a black woman. And this Whoopie black woman woo. is, she's kind of early in her writing career. So Ooh. shout out to Sis. Okay. She's kind of young. Come on. Actually, I'm I don't know how like old she you. is, but trying to be like she's kind of early in her writing career. And this is one of my, another one of my favorite episodes of TV in recent Ooh. years. Dope ass episode. So we'll we'll get into it. So uh Judith is gonna be character two, I'm gonna be character one, and I will also do action lines. Okay. All right. So interior barbershop day. A small local barbershop. A few barbers cut their clients' hair, sounds of buzzing razors, and bursts of neighborly laughter. Uh, <laughs> he sits alone in the cramped waiting area. He's noticeably annoyed and bored. He looks at a ripped haircut chart crudely taped to a nearby wall. He notices that the model in box number 18 eerily looks like a younger pit bull. Parentheses, the rapper. For you niggas who don't know. Don't get it confused. So <laughs> he checks his watch just as the front door swings open. In walks his fast-talking barber, enters in a flash, babbling into a Bluetooth earpiece. Boy, you ain't got to tell me. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait. <laughs> Take two. Boy, you ain't got to tell me twice. He rolls his eyes, so character one, or whatever, rolls his eyes and points to his watch. His barber doesn't seem to care. He snaps at him and points to his barber chair. He sighs and he plops into the chair, the barber still speaking into his earpiece. The barber flamboyantly throws a cutting cap around him and starts gathering his supplies. Yeah, sorry I was late, brother. My commode was all backed up and my girl hit the plunger. Oh, good man. It's fine. The barber points his, puts his hand over his earpiece. What? What? You say something? I was just answering you. Nah, I'm on the phone, man. So he's talking into his Bluetooth again. Yeah, she hit it. Says she don't trust me around rubber and wood anymore. The barber puts his hand on the client's head, giving the circumference of it a lengthy feel. Talking into his Bluetooth again. Yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah. He massages the client's head. Talking into his Bluetooth again. So what's up? What you need? The client sits waiting. The barber taps him. He was actually talking to him this time. Yo, what you need? Nigga, I can't tell when you're talking to me. The usual. The barber nods. He's talking to his booth. You know what? Let me call you later. I got someone. Yeah. Yeah. So suddenly the barber breaks out into uncontrolled laughter. <laughs> Sorry. He's like talking shit. I love this I love fucking it. show. <laughs> I already know what it is. I already know what it Ooh. is. Oh my so God. the laugh goes on for way too long and it's way over the top. The barber doubles over and he wildly slaps Ooh. his thigh. The client patiently waits, albeit annoyed. The barber continues his laugh and then immediately snaps out of it. Talking into the Bluetooth. Yeah, okay, bye. Talking to the client. Whew, what's up, man? Not too much. 
The barber looks up at the TV playing in the barbershop. There's a local news story playing. These niggas in the A are wild. You heard about them crashing the car into that T-Mobile store. Stole about 100 phones. Yeah, shit is getting crazy. It's that time of year, I guess. Hell yeah. Hey, let me know if you got T-Mobile, though, because I can get you an iPhone cheap. He prods the client. <laughs> He's such a nigga. Oh, my God. He's such a nigga. <laughs> All right, back to the script. This shit's so funny. Okay, so he prods the the client's head a little harder. Yeah, I'm good. The barber again starts to ready his supplies and then stops. Oh, look at that bottom drawer. Yeah, pull that shit open. Uh, the client hesitantly obeys. He points to the to what he wants him to grab. Grab that there. The client pulls out a DVD case. It's one of those three movies in one type deals that you see at a Target or a Walmart. This? Look at that. You got Panic Room, Enemy of the State, and Alien 3. Three in one DVD, my nigga? So? So you want to buy it? $12? Nah, I'm good, man. All right. A client discount. $10. Not that you need a discount with all that rapper money you making. Really, I'm good. The barber takes the DVD case from Al. I don't think you get it. This is rare. All these movies on here are good. Usually you get the shitty combos like, I don't know, Vanilla Sky and Inspector Gadget 2 with Matrix 2. These movies don't go together. And I wouldn't watch any of those movies on their own either. But this, he shakes the DVD case. This is rare. I'm good. (sighs) All right, then. The barber spit polishes the DVD case, puts it away and fires up his clippers. So what are we doing? I told you, the usual. The usual. Okay, okay, right. You is not trying to switch things up. I hear you. Just got to look good. I got a photo shoot tomorrow. Oh, excuse me. You dating Kim K now? The barber laughs and starts cutting Alfred's hair. You going to be on a billboard or something? What? You going to be on a billboard or something? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I'm losing my plate. (laughs) Oh, my God. You can't even. Okay. Uh, we back. We back. You gonna be on a billboard or something? Uh, nah. Just for a feature in this magazine. Someone's doing a write-up and they need pictures. You on your way to Hollywood, player? Nah, not Hollywood. No plans on going to Hollywood. He completely ignores him. Because trust me, Hollywood needs some more black people, okay? Yeah, sure. The barber cuts off the clippers to start ranting. The client exhales, annoyed. Let me tell you, I walked into the AMC last week, and I swear there are no movie posters with black people. None. And even when black people are in the movie, they don't use their faces. I remember I went to go see that movie with Ken Peel. I go in there, and tell me why there's a cat on the poster. Two funny black men starring in the movie. And those Hollywood white folks put a cat dressed as a black person on the poster. A cat dressed as a black person has more value than two funny black men who star it. Yeah, it's fucked up. The client checks his watch. Oh, you got to be somewhere? Uh, yeah, kind of. And you always take forever. Okay, well, we're going to get you out of here. The barber turns on the clippers and starts to get on Alfred's head. Oh, you seen that video with that NBA player hitting people with that invisible car at the club? The client sighs. <sighs> yeah. Well, you got to watch it again. Shit, it's too crazy. They like that nigga up. <laughs> Why? The, the, okay. God. Okay. Go we back. have one more. We have two more pages of this. Let this shit is hilarious. In 
scene. Okay. okay. So the, the barber grabs his phone and starts typing into it. Let me find it. The client bites his lip. Rage is building. Yeah, here it is. Watch this. Shit's crazy. The barber gives Alfred his phone and walks off. Where are you? Too late. The barber's gone. The client unhappily sits and watches the video on the barber's phone when the phone starts ringing. Hey, you getting a call, man? The client picks up the barber's phone. The barber reappears like magic and swoops the phone out of his hand. He taps his earpiece into his Bluetooth. Hello? His face drops. Just calm down, okay? Hey, calm down. It's all good. No, I didn't forget. I'm already on the way. Ten minutes. The barber hangs up and starts putting his tools in a travel bag. What are you doing? Leaving. Leaving? Nigga, we not done here. I only got half a haircut. He's right. His hair looks pretty fucked up, crazy, and uneven. That's okay. You coming with me. What? It's okay. We just going to my girl's house around the corner. I'll cut you there. Why, man? Just trust me, bro. You gonna look sharp for tomorrow. And you know damn well I'm the only one in here that ain't gonna mess up. The client checks out the other barbers, all occupied with other clients. He groans. Shit. Whatever. End scene. Woo, Fucking girl, hilarious. It was hilarious. What is it? That is Atlanta. <laughs> yes, it is. That is when Bit Paperboy was trying to get his damn haircut, <laughs> season two, and yo, this is brilliant. Like, the interaction. So I get my hair, I have an undercut. So mm-hmm. I go to the barbershop, and I promise you, I don't know if there is a code that all heterosexual black barber cop, barber, <laughs> barber, barber cops, barber cops, barber cuts, barbers act like this. Yo, the Bluetooth and everything, and if so even hilarious. if you don't, we all know, we all know somebody like this. Exactly. We like this was so brilliantly was so written and so, so authentic oh my to God. think a beautiful black woman wrote this. It's yes. hilarious. Yeah. Like, she really got down the whole relationship Ooh. between a black man and his barber. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. So- <laughs> y'all, y'all have Yo. to watch this episode. Season two, episode four of oh Atlanta. Come on now. And Pure comedy. He would rather go on this cockamamie journey than trust his head in the hands of another, of barber. another barber. So if y'all don't know, <laughs> niggas do not play about their they barbers really and they're very loyal to their barbers. Yeah. So that's why we love this episode because uh, it's so true. A crooked lineup will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Oh my Ooh, God. Love it. This was Guys, great. Guys, watch it. So good. <laughs> so good. Wow. I Woo. haven't read that in a while. Yeah, so no, that's funny. good. This was fun. It was fun. We should do this again. Yes. If you guys like it, let us know because yeah. we enjoy, I love fucking reading scripts, okay? Yeah. Anytime I can act, I'm all for that shit. Yes. Oh, and if you have any recommendations of good scripts to read, hit us up. Email us at tinseltownt yeah. at gmail. Or if you guys want to know um, like where you can find scripts and stuff, yes. we can put links in the, I guess, the episode webpage or whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah, the description. Whatever the fuck we'll that also, shit is. on the socials. Yes. All of that. On the socials. Yep. So, yes. All right. We'll be back for our Niggas You Should Know segment. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're back with Niggas You Should Know. Am I doing Niggas You Should Know? Uh, I am doing Niggas You Should Know. Oh, my God. Hey, y'all. We're a mess this week, as you can see. We meant to do that. Right? We just Mm. a mess. Everyone's in there sometimes. Yep. So my nigga that you should know is <laughs> little... Let me stop saying that about this. 
I'm Asante Black. He's not yeah, like super little. Okay, no. I think he's a teenager. He's a baby. Anyways, he's Samira Wiley's nephew. Mm-hmm. He was in the the show we talk about every fucking episode. When they see us, mm-hmm. he played young Kevin. Okay, of the uh, Exonerated Five. Mm-hmm. He's taken off. He was nominated for an Emmy. For his role in When They See Us, mm-hmm. well-deserved. This kid is on his way. Um, yeah, you guys should look out for him. He's also been up to a series regular yes. on This Is Us. He plays, oh, God. What is what is Sterling K. Brown's character on This Is Us? Ooh, I forget his name. Randall? Randall! Randall! He Come plays on. Randall and Beth. Come on now. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be the one who knows all the characters. It's okay. It's okay. He plays Randall and Beth's, uh, so they adopted a girl. Oh, yes. A black girl. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So that black girl, she's a teenager. She has love interest. Ooh. And Asante Black will be playing her love interest. Ooh. So shout out to him. Season he went three, from, I think, is coming now soon if it's not already out. I think it's already out. Well, okay. I'm catching up tonight. Me too. So mm-hmm. I love fucking This Is Us. But anyways, Asante Black, look out for him. He yes. already has an Emmy nomination in his... I think this is his first... That When They See Us was his first, like... I mean thing come on, that King. he did come and on, he got King. a fucking Emmy nomination come on King also Samira Wiley's nephew mm-hmm. I mean the apple doesn't fall far from the fucking family tree if you don't talent know. Come pure on. talent let's watch out for this black man yes. this young black man Orange let's lift him up Samira. come on mm-hmm. that's my nigga you should know Asante Black come on amen alright well my nigga you should know um, his name is Anthony Piper he is an Anthony. illustrator and a designer <laughs> Piper um <laughs> I love the Migos-esque. <laughs> uh, that was great. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, he's an illustrator and designer. Mm. Um, he is. He has been involved in animation for a while now. Mm-hmm. He comes out of Chicago. And he's, Chi-town. while he's, like, worked with the likes of uh, or animation series from, like, Major Lazer or oh, wow. um, from um, character design for Marvel. Wow. Like, he's been working. He okay. started off making and designing mixtapes for artists coming from hip hop major hip hop didn't know that yes but he's doing his own comic he has his own comic book called Trill League I saw it it's great guys it's really cool it is basically a spinoff of all the DC um, superheroes so we're talking uh, Batman Robin Wonder Woman so yep in his world is uh, superheroes. They're all black, and they all have like a black spin on the DC uh, Marvel. Uh, not Love not Marvel, it. DC Comics. Excuse me. Don't come after me. Ooh, they're gonna come after oh, you. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's the DC, um, and they they have a league together. So instead of Wonder Woman, there's one Disha. Okay. Nigga League. Okay, pretty much. Not Justice League, but Nigga League. Nigga, 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 nigga League, okay? So, Don't believe it, just watch. Okay? So, Ooh, we but have it's, it's super funny, Um, and he started a Kickstarter, and- Oh, my God. God. Donate, guys. Come he, on. But he raised all the money, and he made the comic. Oh. All right. So go. Like uh, anthonypiper.com. You can see his illustrations, his cover work, and you can have access to Trill League. And he's working on hopefully we get that on TV somewhere or streaming. Let's do it. So I'm for it. All for it. Anthony Piper. Nigga, you should know. For real. All right. That's the end of the show, y'all. Okay. I was just trying to see how long I hold that. (laughs) 
out. But we had such a great show, guys. Thank you yeah. guys for listening once yeah. again. Follow us on our socials. Yes. What are our socials, Judith? Okay. Tinseltown T yes. on Instagram. Yeah. Um, right now on Gmail, Tinseltown T at gmail.com. Yeah. Are we on Facebook? No. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, we do have a Facebook page. Yes, Tinseltown I... T, Facebook page. Yes. Um, Twitter, too. Yes, Tinseltown T. Yep. Yeah, so that's all all spelled Come out. Come on now. Tinsel Town T T I N S E L T O W N T A E. Come on, spelling. Come I on thought now. I was gonna fuck that up too. Um Come but on. yes. So get us get at us at all the socials. We're open we to We love to your hear from feedback. you guys. Be nice though. Be nice. Yeah, because if you're not nice, I'm gonna fucking come for you, bitch. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I know where you live. We don't know everything. We don't. So it would be wonderful if you could share your knowledge exactly. with us as well. This is a community. Yes. So we're, we're gonna always build open to feedback. Absolutely. Guys. But like we said, we're not. We don't have thirty years of experience. No, so don't be there. listening to the show thinking that you can we, get that. Okay. So. And we're gonna get there. We are. Yeah. We're gonna get there together, we are. guys. All of us in the writers' room. All yes. twelve billion of us listening right now. Yes. Gonna speak that into existence. Hallelujah. We are. Hallelujah. So, yeah, we're going to see you next time, guys. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Ow. <laughs> yes. Ha! I knew it! Oh, my God. I knew I fucked that shit up. I, I knew it! it! Wait, how did I spell? Hold on. <laughs> Probably. I was like, I should know how to spell the Oh, title. you probably... Did you... Tinsel. So, you said she swapped the E and A, so T-A-E. That's what you did. T... Oh, oh, and T. Oh, God. I thought it was like, I was like, is there an A in tinsel? Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Does she need to do it over? Just the T part of the whole thing. Whole thing? All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. So follow us on all the so. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> follow us. Go <laughs> get it out. So follow us on all the social media sites, uh, Tinseltown T. You spell that T-I-N-E-L. You forgot no. that. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. Okay, I'm just going to bring it up and stop playing these shenanigans. It is not my calling. It is fine. <laughs> Woo-woo. Um, why is there... Why is nothing I pull up have our title on it? What is wrong with me? Oh, wait. I deleted it. I'm on a social media oh, cleanse, so go. I can't even pull it no, up. No, no, no. You're good. I got it. Ready? Okay. So, guys, follow us <laughs> on Tinseltown T on all the social media handles. We are at Tinseltown T, T-I-N-S-E-L-T-O-W-N-T-E-A. Tinseltown T. So you can get us on Gmail. You can get us on Instagram. You can get us on Facebook. You can get us on Twitter. Mm. I don't know about all the other social media guys. We don't. No Pinterest. It's, it's too no much. Pinterest. Too, no, no Snapchat. Pinterest. We're not TikTok. Yeah, no Snapchat. <laughs> We're not doing it. Yeah, no TikTok. What the fuck? No. no. Okay. So, yeah, hit us up. Ow. <laughs>